if you've been listening to the podcast regularly, then you know we've been talking about boundaries in different areas of marriage. If you're just listening in because Gio came up with a great title, and he, he is our title guy, mm-hmm. so props to him. And I got one for this one, by the way. Oh, very good. <laughs> but even if you're just jumping in, we want you to know that we've not exhausted all that is to be said about boundaries, but we have emphasized one thing, that boundaries is about bringing closeness to you, the relationships that you have, and communicating in such a way that you're cultivating this safe space in order to experience the kind of relationships that you want to have. Today, we talk about friendship, the role that friendship plays in marriage, because your spouse should be your best friend, Mm -hmm. but it's not at the expense of other friendships. Mm -hmm. But there is a transition of loyalties, so to speak. So tune in as we have a further conversation on the ideas of boundaries within marriage as it relates to friendship. What started as a question, God, you created marriage, can you make it work? Soon became a statement, God, you created marriage, you can make it work. Thank you for joining us on the Christian Family Life Podcast, where we get into the good, the bad, and the ugly in our marriage relationships and mind God's word to see what it has to say about it. Welcome to the Christian Family Life Podcast. This is Tammy, and I'm here with my best friend, Roland. Well, hello, best friend. And we have our other best friends (laughs) in marriage, Gio and Susie. Hello. Hello there. And um, hey, best friend, what's that? What's that? Go, best friend. Go best friend. You guys gotta watch that reel. Yes, yes. We did a pretty good job on that we one. We did. Uh, so yes, we are having the conversation of boundaries in friendship, and you know what I like about marriage. Yes, of friendship and marriage. Yeah, yeah. You know what I like about that is <clears throat> that scripture encourages us, encourages us to have friends. One of the things that I'm often thankful for is that God meets our need for relationship in tangible ways. Meaning Mm -hmm. in Genesis 2, we talk about how God created Adam in perfection, but he was incomplete until he brought Eve. And then he brought children, and then he established relationship. And we see that throughout all of scripture. And so while we've been created with this need for relationship and God is the one that we find ultimate satisfaction in when we enter into a relationship with him through Jesus, but that in practical ways, we get to engage in relationship with other people and we get to have conversation and we get to laugh and and we get to cry. Uh, I I think recently, uh, I think Gio and Susie is you guys experienced uh, a, a unique trial, and as that is verbalized, mm-hmm. um, everybody's eyes water, mm-hmm. <laughs> as if you know, as if as if we're the ones going through it with you. So you laugh and you cry, and and yeah. people uh, share feelings with you, and and that's a real gift that God's given mm-hmm. us, and we miss out okay. if we don't establish healthy friendships. I think that's one of my favorite things about how we began preparing for this podcast was we didn't jump straight to what are the boundaries. <laughs> the the whole really the whole thought behind the prepping was let's start with how important friendships are mm-hmm. because they are important. Mm-hmm. And 
yes, absolutely, your spouse should be your very best friend and everything that entails that. But done correctly, friendships outside of that specific covenant marriage can be very healthy and very necessary to the health of us as individuals. <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't say that we're experts on a whole lot of things, but on the area of friendship, I think... Um, Whatever level of expert is required, <laughs> we're like maybe a notch below that. Because uh-huh. if you think about it, first off, Roland and I, we've known each other since kindergarten. So there's that oh, type of friendship. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Way back. Hey, wait. Hey. It's before the two of you came in and yeah, yeah, yeah. started. We go way back. I, right. and, and as Susie was talking, I think about times where she says, Roland, can you just take him away for a few hours? <laughs> <laughs> When's his next trip? When are you going out of the country? <laughs> now I know why we moved up here. <laughs> Took you long enough. (laughs) (laughs) But but then there's there's the friendship that the four of us had in college, um, Mm -hmm. and then there's the dating. We were in friendship as in in the dating roles, and then um, as married couples, and working through all that and maintaining the health of our relationships. Kids started coming into the mix, and we got to celebrate those things together. And Mm -hmm. there's just so much involved in that to where. the beauty this, this is the one that jumps off the page at me is the when we move up here from Florida to North Carolina mm-hmm. and we have you know we stayed in touch all that time and we we drove to each other's homes as we were making trips through and mm-hmm. stopping and 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 making sure that we saw each other and saw the kids and all that but it wasn't a daily like we are now mm-hmm. right um type of a uh, relationship at that time but when we got up here to see Ashley and Marissa, mm-hmm. like almost like they didn't miss a beat. Mm-hmm. And yep. really, they never really were together all that much. Right. But just to see that type of friendship. And so um, I think, you know, we, we talk about marriage and we, we always say we're not experts. We're still growing and stuff like that. And I, and I agree with that in this topic as well. Mm-hmm. But I will say that there have been principles in place that we feel God has given us, shown us, and we have applied that gives us a little bit of credibility, mm-hmm. so to speak, to, to speak on this topic. Because usually one of two things happens. You completely out the friendships and cocoon your marriage. That's right. And it's you two and no more. And then now it's the kids and no more. And you just keep it right there. Or you struggle you, you said earlier in the open, Roland, the transfer of loyalty. Mm-hmm. You struggle with the transfer of loyalty to your spouse, and it's still with your friendships. And you're sharing things there that are really inappropriate. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be shared there. You're mm-hmm. not really championing your spouse in those friendships. And so there's two ends. And we want, we want to kind of walk in that balance of what that looks like. Yeah, with with what we do and what we encourage others to do is is to to we we have our friendships but you know the lord gives us the capacity he wants to bring health to your marriage so that you do have the capacity for friendship but even with the two becoming one um resource that we we reference all the time it it is to create friendships and marriage within you know with other couples and when you get together those are some of the best friendships too outside of those friendships like you know seriously you and GOU and Roland have a special <laughs> friendship and it really was 
the, it added. It didn't take away. I felt like, my goodness, those three years were were really good having you guys there with us. and Which and, was Susie's greatest fear, by I the know. way. I know. See? <laughs> they were never... Yeah. Well, no, Roland was. They were... <laughs> Not but my me. greatest fears never came to fruition. That's right. There were other things that came to fruition, but what? not my greatest fears. Oh, we can't talk about those right now. No. <laughs> <We cannot. laughs> That's a but, whole different series. <laughs> but truly, that you know, that was a, a great little season, and we you know started having kids together, and 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 it is it is really wonderful to to um, start off like that, to, to start off with, you know, good friends that you do life with and you encourage each other. And I, you know, it was, it was such a beautiful thing. And yet, you know, God kind of divided us and sent you guys, even though we were only a couple hours away, <laughs> I felt like we didn't see each other as often as we would have thought. But God brought us back together, and God has allowed um, us to continue to cultivate that friendship, our families, doing ministry together, couple ministries together. And so um, I would just say that we are big big time in favor of, of have friends. Um, yes. Keep, you know, sometimes they're the ones that, you know, like, Safe, creating a safety really to mm-hmm. have to be able to have conversations because we can you know run things by each other mm-hmm. and still honor our spouse mm-hmm. and and that's God's God's design so mm-hmm. we have to say that yeah I think you just here's what I want to say to those that are listening is as we throw out biblical principles as we throw out practical principles as we throw out examples and illustrations from our personal life or from others that we've interacted with. And then especially as it relates to this idea of what should boundaries with friendships look like in marriage? We, we hope that it just gets you thinking. We hope that it encourages conversation with your spouse that by, by, by just doing that, you're cultivating a friendship. So I say all of that because as we talk, we can talk leading up to it. We can read, oh, which by the way, we need to throw this in there. The blog that is connected to the podcast was written by a young couple several months into their marriage, graduates of Southeastern University in Lakeland, go fire. <laughs> little little shout out to the right. to the college. Maybe we get some some listeners out of it. Anyway. <laughs> uh, our daughter Abby and her husband Zach share a tremendous amount of wisdom, which will transition into some of the wisdom that they share. Uh, as we just give you some things that will cultivate not only a healthy friendship within your marriage, but friendships outside. But here's what, here's what I was leading up to is, Tammy, you talked about margin. And we mentioned often that if we don't get it right at home, we're not going to get it right anywhere. And w- our hope is that as you move from performance to faith in your own marriage, that in your own marriages you have a friendship, that you can have healthy friendships outside of marriage that that's really and 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 we have margin because what what's the very first thing we want to do when there's conflict in marriage you don't want to go anywhere mm-hmm. you want to isolate mm-hmm. in, in fact it's typically when we are going somewhere <laughs> oh. that to be one small group that we probably have the greatest conflict <laughs> and it's in that moment that we go well i'm not going <laughs> well then i'm not going either well then make the call we're not going <laughs> yeah. yeah and that's what the enemy wants yeah I remember when Susie and I first started dating, um, she played volleyball for, um, well, it was Vicky De- Grooms, Grooms back the then. Time. Now it's Vicky Denny. But um, 
she was really close to her volleyball girls. And so if there was a guy that was coming in to date one of her volleyball girls, it was almost like you had to go through the interrogation process. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, had to take place out outside of the season. No new relationships were to begun, be oh. begun during season. Yeah. Really? Fortunately, our baseball coach didn't mind, so we started during baseball season. He did. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but what I do remember in that conversation with, with her, and I can't remember if you and I were in there together, Susie. I don't know. I think it was just me. A comment she made to me was, a healthy relationship is going to create health in every area of your life, in your education, in your um, your sport that you play. In, and then your she family. also included family, and she included relationships, friendships that you have, so that you don't isolate from those things. You enhance those things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at that point, you know, as this, I don't even know how old I was, 17, 18. I'm I'm just like, you know, okay, great. I just want to get out and start going out with, <laughs> with Susie. But those those words have resonated with me over the years. And man, how true is that? That our relationships should create health in all areas of our life. Very true. Mm-hmm. I remember her saying that you should be a better daughter, a better friend a better student, a better athlete. All mm-hmm. of those things should come as a result of a, of a new relationship. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a great piece of wisdom. And what I think is great about it is the credibility that someone like Coach Grooms would have brought to that conversation, single at the time, mm-hmm. and yet very engaged mm-hmm. in relationships with very people much. around her. And then, and then soon after, getting married. Just going to the kind of that college uh, season where people get together and, you know, couples, couples form. And uh, it reminded me of something that, you know, going off of what you're saying, I was at SEU, which we just talked about Southeastern University. And I think we were, I was moving the girls out to go home for the summer, but on this bulletin board, it had all these questions. If your boyfriend is saying or doing these things and if he's not wanting you to be around your friends there's all these like questions i thought it was really good because Mm. if he's if he's making you he if he wants you to himself Mm. this is not healthy Mm -hmm. and i think that that's that's another thing too it's if you know if you're dating and you're listening great if you're dating but what what does your spouse bring out in you are they wanting you wanting to keep you for themselves and not wanting you to have other relationships i know that that is going to be the relationship that's priority but in marriage you know you know there's many examples around us of couples that are just don't don't want to be around other people and if that your spouse is keeping you from your family keeping you from obviously within boundaries in place you know that i mean there, it's just so crazy because it can swing both directions but how is that how how is there a balance there but it should make you a better daughter mm-hmm. a better a better you know mother a better you know all the other relationships a better friend and i think that 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 is a good thing to to be mindful of Mm -hmm. dating and in marriage and the conversation that you're having as a couple meaning does it seem like most of our time is being given to other people and we're not taking enough time for ourselves and so it is a constant here's what we know is we as much as we want to pursue original intent 
based on what scripture teaches in Genesis 1 and 2, we live in a Genesis 3 world. And so our human nature is going to tend to one extreme or the other. And that's why these conversations on all of these different topics are so important. Mm -hmm. Because what we're striving for is to experience in relationship all that God has, beginning with our marriage, because it's marriage that points to the relationship that God wants with us. Ephesians 5, husbands love, wives submit, but here's what this is really all about. It's a profound mystery, because what I'm really talking to you about is your relationship with the Lord. So the Lord wants such intimacy with us in spending time with us, but our human nature pushes to the extreme of we, so we, we get legalistic about it. Oh, we got to invest in people. We got to spend time with people. We got to do all of these things with people or, oh no, we isolate and it's just about us now. And, and so Mm -hmm. it's just, it's, it's really, it's a healthy tension. And we talk about that when we did podcast on communication and conflict resolution, that there's a healthy tension that exists. The important thing is, is can we talk about it without there being contempt yeah. with, with our spouse and then cultivating healthy relationships? But it's so important because right now, to think about that question that you read that these girls are to ask when they see it on a bulletin board. What is the, the person on the other side of that question? How are they going to respond, male or female? <laughs> They're going to respond with contempt Mm -hmm. (laughs) because which reveals the need for greater health Mm -hmm. in their own life. Yeah. Well, and I think that as we're, you know, my, my mind was just processing as you were talking, Roland, the, uh, the, what are we cultivating in the relationship, right? Like, what are we cultivating with our spouse that is going to drive or not drive them to go out and seek what we're not providing in our home. Are we providing a, we talk about all the time, a naked and unashamed environment Mm -hmm. to where we can have these conversations and um, share our thoughts and share our needs and, hey, this is where I'm at with this. Can we talk through it? And creating that so that um, you're not needing to go out to find that because you're being enriched in your own home. But what it's doing, it's, it's allowing the freedom now to create friendships outside the home that is not dependent on the emotional needs that you have in your home, um, the strife or the conflict or all the things that you're experiencing at home, that now you're looking for that mm-hmm. outside of the home and you're looking that for, from your friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, but what are you doing in the home to, to make and help your spouse be a better individual, for you to be a better individual so that you are reflecting the image of God but then you're also providing a um, a healthy front for people outside. I mean, the last thing you want is for people to say, "Oh my gosh, here comes high maintenance." <laughs> mm-hmm. Those are the friendships you're creating, is because there's so much turmoil in the home. You're dumping it on everybody else outside of the home. Man, and how manipulative can that be when mm-hmm. when people manipulate to get there? That's that's unhealthy. Those are that's an unhealthy sign of, uh, or that's a sign of an unhealthy relationship. Mm-hmm. So we want to cover. About four or five. We'll see how many we get through. Um, Some tips that'll help you establish some healthy boundaries. How do we handle venting? Now, I I can't relate. Tammy's perfect. So I have have no reason to vent or work through. (laughs) No, hey, let's be honest. The, The things that were cute when you were dating are not so cute. And 30 years into the marriage, it, it's it's really not cute. And so how do you navigate when there are challenges in your marriage and, and you feel like, 
I got to let these out. Do you go to your friends? No. No. <laughs> I think what you'll find in the blog is there's just a very pertinent reminder to initially and always with all areas of life, take it to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Take it to the Lord first and immediately. You know, I don't know why we why we cultivate this thought of, oh, it was I, I was at the end of my rope. Mm. It was the last thing. It was my last right. ditch effort. Like, mm-hmm. let's start there. Right. Start there and see what the Lord can do with it because he can he can change the outcome of so many, you know, potential paths that you're on if you just go to him first and you allow the spirit, the Holy Spirit that resides within you if you're a believer to calm your heart, mm-hmm. clear your thoughts and then take the necessary action. So I think yeah, venting I it's just not I always had in my mind <laughs> I don't, I don't know if this is right or, or not. And again, we're talking about healthy relationships here. I think it's always just good to give that a reminder. But I just remember I used to think if I'm going to go to my friends or family and complain about him, like I feel that is a reflection on me because I'm the one that chose him. <laughs> so, you know, you chose him. Learn or her, in my case, him. Um, learn to navigate the difficult be each other's biggest cheerleaders mm-hmm. outside, but still navigate with each other, but first going to the Lord. One of the things that we mentioned pre-recording uh, here today was, um, and if you do go to somebody, is that who are you going to? Is that, po- is that person pointing you back to your relationship? Mm-hmm. Or are they the sounding board so that you feel heard and then tell you what you want to hear? And so making sure that within these boundaries – in the friendships that we do have, if it comes to a point where you're seeking counsel outside of the home, right? Mm-hmm. Who are we going to? Who are we seeking that counsel from? And are they pointing us back to our spouse to work through the uh, the situation? Yeah, I definitely think it is it, the person is. It's important who you go to, and um, I remember there was. I, I always I've mentioned this a couple times. I had a mentor for about a year and a half, maybe two. And, um, I felt like there were, that we were going through some, some difficulty and I felt like she was a safe person to talk to. And she pointed me back to the Lord and, and she actually, there was something that was shared that she was blessed by because there was an honesty about what I was going through and she related to it. And it was something she had been maybe 20 years, uh, you know, beyond me and marriage. And like, it was, it was, it's interesting when there's these special mentor friendships that, um, I think can be had. I do still think that, that, um, that like Susie, you say, I mean, the Lord's your best friend. You know, the friendship we have in Jesus is, is by far the best, but there are some times where the Lord might give you um, a, a, a godly mentor mm-hmm. to kind of run things by, not that you're going to go and like, you know, you're just unloading all, there's just, they're just, you know, navigating through some nuances, some new things in, in your marriage and, and having somebody, somebody that <laughs> ideally somebody a little bit ahead of you in marriage mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I would also even say, I know that I have talked to different women and there was somebody that, that had been, um, golly, and I don't want this to sound, but when you're talking to somebody who's been divorced a couple times, 
it's believers are not believers. I think that they're going to be very jaded in what they tell you, because I think that that there's there's been hurt there, and um, and I there even if they're a little bit further along in the Lord, if they are, um, if they're not pointing you back to 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 the Lord and to close to your spouse, I would definitely. Um, I would ad- advise to to just use wisdom and who that person is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Our lives are pr- played out before people. I think that what we do matters. How we live our lives matter. Not that we have we have perfection, but I I mean I think that we need to be aware of what people. And again, not performance, not not some some sort of pretense, but it really is what. You people are watching us, and and when when there's an authenticity about our lives and the way we live out our marriage, I think that that people notice, and it's not um, it's not healthy to. Um, where am I going? I'm I'm so. Uh, well, Tammy, let, let me see if I can help you here. I think there's a difference between venting and seeking counsel. Yeah. Right? Like, I think seeking counsel is healthy and where you go is paramount. Absolutely. But venting is not really looking for help, it's looking for affirmation, whether you're right or wrong. And it's like, I think those are two very different things. Seeking counsel can be beneficial. Venting, I do not think is. I'm sorry, I just don't think it is. You're right. Venting isn't. And what you found, what you found in your mentor was what we read in Proverbs faithful. Mm. are the wounds of a friend. Mm. And so they're telling you the thing that you need to hear. But sadly, <laughs> sadly, too many people are just going to the person, to your point, that tells them what they want to hear. Yeah. When when your marriage is in crisis, and we, we've, we've, we've all been there, you, you have a lot to say. And you have a lot to say in how you've been wronged. And what you look for is for people to affirm that. You know what's really sad? <laughs> and, and I sit here, Tammy, Susie, and Gio. Man, I think if there's a podcast that has many, many sound bites, <laughs> it's this one. I think you've all said something throughout the podcast multiple times where I sit here and I go, man, mic drop. But I'm not, I'm not going to interrupt your, your thought process in that. But I think about... You, Tammy, you mentioned how we go to different people in private. I think about how many people are out there on a public platform that, frankly, some of them I follow on social media just because of our role so that I can warn people. But And it's on the male and female side. Yep. It's, it's both. There, there, there are individuals, one, in a pastoral position that everything he has is from a place of contempt. In fact, most recently said, Hey, the holidays are coming up. And if they're coming to your home, then you may have to establish some boundaries that people aren't going to like. And you're going in just like right out of the gate. You're just, you're just going to create conflict. And then I think about others. um, And again, male and female, who are utilized so so from a place of hurt mm-hmm. they're they're going to write a book and they're going to write a book that um 
the um, the the ha ha perpetuates. They, so they're going to write a book that perpetuates unhealth in the name of being healthy. Healthy, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's really I'm going to empower. So I'm going to empower you mm-hmm. because your your time has come. <laughs> yeah, that word empower is so volatile. Mm-hmm. You know, the con- the connotation can go so many different ways with it, but. Well, yeah. I mean, I just, I can't help but to think the, the verse that says he must increase, I must decrease. You know, it's like, em- let's empower our savior. <laughs> let's empower the Lord mm-hmm. to give us the strength, right? And the, uh, the desire to, to love him and then to love others, starting with our spouse. And so, you know, I think the, uh, the venting, I think the, the relationships, everything that we encounter with our friends um, needs to come through the lens of um, my relationship with my spouse and how is how is our relationship being affected by those friendships? Are those friendships um, encouraging us in our walk? Are we encouraging our friendships in our in their walk? Are are both of us growing? Are both of us healing? Are both you know um, in the process? Because I think. If we just focused on ourselves, we lose, I think we lose what God is trying to teach us because our focus is first and foremost Him. And we'll go to the great commandment. We could look at the Bible all over the place. And Jesus said, you know what? It comes down to these two things love me with all your heart, strength, soul, everything, all your being. Which really, at the end of the day, do we even know what that is and what kind of a deep love that is? And then love others in that same way. Well, until we can really grasp, that love that God has for us. And I'm talking to a guy right now, man, that, that just is really sitting on this and, and the Lord is opening his, his eyes mm-hmm. um, to this truth of God's love and being aligned to that love that now I'm able to be in relationships and make them healthy, starting with my spouse mm-hmm. and then friendships and then, you know, or our children and then friendships and so on. And so I think that... Um, I think that it's the easy route, right? Mm-hmm. Let me just go out and I'm so frustrated right now. I'm just going to share it with my with other people, That's rather right. than doing the hard work of trying to resolve that in home. And then, if it's not resolved, who can we find that's going to speak into this and bring health into this, rather mm-hmm. than just somebody that's going to make me feel better at the end of the day? And there's a lot there on on the venting side. I think going to the Lord is paramount. And, and then if, if we do feel like, I think making sure we talk to our spouse. And then I also think that if we are going to go talk to somebody that our spouse should know, Mm -hmm. uh, Hey, you know what? I'm going to talk to somebody about this and I just, I just want you to know and, and make sure we talk about this in two B one groups, right? We shouldn't share something with the group that comes as a surprise to Mm -hmm. our spouse in that moment and the same thing when when you feel like you have to vent you have your conversation with the lord you have this conversation with each other and then you feel like okay i'm gonna you know i'm gonna invite somebody else into this and then making sure that that person tammy you mentioned it what are are they coming from a place of health themselves Mm -hmm. uh are they i think having people that are further along in their season of life is really important as well and making sure that it's someone that's for both of you. That's that's important. Mm-hmm. And I would that's also huge. add that um, in the in the blog, it um, 
references Ephesians 5:33 and it's on honoring your spouse however each of you also must love your love his wife as he loves himself and the the wife must respect her husband and i think that with that comes an honor that you have and so when your conversation uh, when you go to somebody and uh, not venting, but that when you're going and seeking counsel and advice um, to remember that, that, that anything that you say, if you can tell your spouse, then it's safe to say, if you can. And then we always say, we, we don't have all the answers. We don't have all the points, all the, all the steps, um, always but we're we're just sitting here having a conversation with you all but mm-hmm. we always are going to point you to each other and so when you are going through the difficulty if any of these things have have kind of struck a chord with you then have the conversation are there friendships in your marriage are there couples that you meet with and it's not a healthy friendship um then then we would we would just say that that Maybe it's it's just limit your time with them, or or maybe just have conversation with them because they're we've we've been we've we've been with different friends throughout the years, and there are some that do not point us back to the Lord, do not encourage a health in our marriage, and um, and it's interesting. Scripture does talk about you know, hey, if you hang out with people that are angry, then you're going to be angry. Mm-hmm. So there's the covenant relationship of marriage. Uh, there's family. Uh, there are friendships that that we're committed to that that hey no matter what we're we're gonna pursue one another but then there are others where like you said Tammy you limit your time with them man it's crazy how quickly the time goes mm-hmm. uh, we we had much more to share with you I I I just throw it out there uh, we we think um, time you know how much time. Are you investing in your marriage as well as investing in in other people? Uh, Are you honoring your spouse? Are you speaking highly of your spouse, encouraging them? Romans 12 talks about outdoing one another and showing honor. Uh, There's there's other aspects of boundaries and friendships that we haven't talked about. So kind of a blanket here as we wind Mm -hmm. things down in in about 90 seconds. Well, it's funny, I, you you threw the verse out in Romans 12. I had it right here in front of me, but just outdoing each other. Oh, great minds think alike. That's, that's what that's I say. That's right. You girls are lucky. <laughs> Man. <laughs> we are so lucky. <laughs> so lucky. But, but what I did want to say as we close is we also understand there's realities. There's tensions in homes. There's There's things that have been built up over the years that are going to need to be worked through and trust has got to be earned and those type of things that have been broken. And so our, our prayer is that you do seek reconciliation, that you do bring health into the, the marriage that you, uh, you look to somebody that's going to help you understand, um, what, what do I need to talk about? What do I need to not talk about? And how do I bring, how do I get to this place of honoring, um, my spouse? Because, We've been out of the practice in doing that. And so my prayer is that you guys seek that out. Um, Don't just go to a friend, but go to someone that is going to, like as we've been talking, that's going to point you back. But I didn't want to discount the fact that there are some deep-rooted issues out there that people have that they need to work through and deal with because they may hear, oh, I'll do each other and honor it. And they're like, I'm so far from that right now. That's true. But work to it. Work towards it and find people that are going to, come alongside of you that are going to help you strive for that. Find a good Christian counselor and seek godly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. 
Well, I think that's what we we've got for today. <laughs> any any other mic drops? I mean, you guys have just been unbelievable. That's no, been a good conversation. I, I have a lot to go oh. work on. Oh, us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we want to thank you for for joining us. Um, go find yourself some friends like Susie and I have found in Roland and Tammy. Yeah. And I'm hoping that Roland and Tammy have found in us. Absolutely. Okay. Good. I was hoping you would <laughs> say something. <laughs> over there. And a man that has friends must show himself. Friendly. friendly friendly yeah go, go be friendly start by being friendly yeah. to your spouse like just, just start, start there, there. Start just there. be nice be nice and people want to be around you that's yeah. really why <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well thank you for joining us and we will catch you on the next one hasta la vista Bye-bye. thank you for tuning in to the christian family life podcast be sure to subscribe to learn more about the ministry visit our website christianfamilylife.com there you can subscribe to our newsletter and find all of our social media links where we offer resources to help strengthen your marriage. Until next time, remember, God created marriage. He can make it work.